Live from the Business Radio X studio in Atlanta, it's time for Dental Business Radio. Brought to you by Practice Quotient. Practice Quotient bridges the gap between the provider and payer communities. Now here's your host, Patrick O'Rourke. Hi there, friends of the dental business community. This is your host, Patrick O'Rourke out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, The show is sponsored by uh, me. That's right. So Patrick O'Rourke is also your sponsor. So I'm the CEO of Practice Quotient, PPO Analysis and Negotiation, and Acting CEO of True Blue Dental Network in California for the time being. Shout out to everybody in the Golden State. Um, With me today, we have the honor and the privilege of having the president, Dr. Christopher Atkins, DDS, out of Stockbridge, Georgia. And just to be clear, president of the Georgia Dental Association, not of the United States. Correct. Okay. Very good. Although I would trust you. I would vote for you. Wouldn't wouldn't take the job if they offered it. It doesn't seem like a fun job, does it? Not in the least. No, no. Um, so Chris, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you coming up all the way from Stockbridge, Georgia, um, which is still part of Metro. Do you call it, consider that part of Metro? Absolutely. Shining star. Gotcha. So we're at Metro Atlanta. And so Chris has come all of this way to talk about his... Uh, initiatives and promote uh, the Georgia Dental Association and all the fine work that they do. They do so much over there. They're one of the more active state associations and uh, I've been around. And so um, what have you, what are you excited about right now when you're waking up and you're like, man, we're doing this and it's awesome. What, what is it? Well, probably the thing that I'm most excited about right now is that we're into the September part of the year. Uh, even though the weather outside is still humid and hot, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we're trending towards fall. And uh, if if my numbers serve me right, September is the ninth month of the year. So, you know, we're nine nine twelfths of the way, three quarters of the way through the year of my term, and I've survived. <laughs> and and most importantly, the association has survived. So. Well, it's, uh, we were talking before the show, when you're on a board, if nobody's out there in listener land, some of you have been on boards, and so you're nodding your head to what I'm about to say, and then others have not yet. Um, when you're on a board, it's like having another job. When you're the president, it's, it's definitely like having another full-time job, right? It, uh, it does take a little bit of time, um, but it's exciting and it's rewarding, and, and it's worth the investment, so... Absolutely. Right. You're giving back. Uh, I, I think that's what we want to believe anyway. And, and I think that the, the gist of it is that that's, that's, it brings a lot back to you. So, you know, you give a little and you get three times, 10 times, whatever it is back. So, yeah. Sure. Gotcha. So with the Georgia Dental Association, and usually we do the GDA show before the annual meeting. And this time we did it after the annual meeting. So I was down there in Orlando and it was a, I had a wonderful time as uh, we were also discussing beforehand. Awesome. Um, and what did, uh, what did you take away from that particular conference? Uh, that the GDA is alive and well, and that we have a lot to offer. Um, and if you weren't there, uh, my personal opinion is shame on you, but, uh, you need to put it on your calendar for the following year. Um, and that's a great segue into the first plug for the fact that uh, next year's annual meeting has already been set up and is in the processes of being fluffed out and, and, you know, put final details and things on it. But uh, the most important part of that is that there was a point in time 
where we were concerned that we might not have an annual meeting in 24. What? Uh, and it's it's a kind of back and forth that's been ongoing, and we've been sorting ourselves through. There's a national trend that uh, annual meetings are, are becoming no longer the norm. Um, and <clears throat> some of our attendance and some of our financials and some of our vendors, some of our support, uh, some other entities have have trended away from annual meeting type um, scenarios. So uh, they're starting to think that things are moving more towards smaller destination type um, venues and, and less uh, attendees kinds of things. So more focused. Isn't um, uh, Amelia Island a destination? Well, that's also part of what's driven that is that we were in Amelia Island for about a decade and that mm. contract has run its course and, uh, part of the reason we were in Orlando this last year or this, you know, in July, a month ago, uh, was because of that. Um, and so there was some thought that uh, the 24 meeting would be in Miami. And we did some surveys and some polls and we got some information and some input from a lot of folks that said, uh, yeah, that sounds great, but we don't know that we want to travel as far as Miami. And, and um, so it was rethought. And for a brief moment, it was uh, canceled, eliminated and we weren't entirely sure what the 24 was going to involve, but now we have a new venue and a new location and a new date scheme and it's all back on and it will be absolutely outstanding and fabulous. So uh, for those of you who don't have it on your calendars yet, it's July the 3rd through the 6th of 2024 and it's going to be at Jekyll Island. So the 4th of July will be um, largely involved in that. And obviously uh, there's a, going to be a beach um fireworks uh celebration on the fourth of july so i'm always asking for fireworks just telling you it's the fourth of july and we will have lots of activities and lots of uh very exciting things happening and i predict uh before it actually happens that the jekyll island meeting will probably be the largest meeting we've had in recent memory probably going back 15 20 years i I like that, um, but a lot more than Miami in nothing against Miami. I love Miami. I'm from Florida. I'm from Tampa and you are from Homestead. So you know this even better than I, you know, it's really hot down there. It's definitely, it's definitely hot. And in the summertime, it's, it's like even more so. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's absolutely right. So July in Orlando, uh, was a trick, um, I think we did a great job of, of pulling that off and everyone after the fact has, has chimed in to, you know, express how wonderful it was and, and what a great job it was. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, personally. It, was, it was a blast. So, and so it's so did my daughter who is very hard to please. You could just ask Deacon John Ray even better. You know, um, so she, we had a great time uh, and learned a lot, talked to a lot of folks. I thought that it was a wonderful experience personally. Um, Jekyll Island, though, is it is a bit closer and yes. it is Georgia. And yes. So and it is on the 4th of July and fireworks are always fun. Um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, let's say I'm, a, you know, basic American that way where I like when things blow up for sure. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John Ray's over there. He's waving a flag. He's like, America, yeah. Um, so calm down, John Ray. Good Lord. Uh, so the so now it's in Jekyll, uh, Jekyll Island. And I've never actually been there, so I don't have much to say. So except for to say I'm would be I'm excited to visit there. Um and so we've 
managed to get that on track. And then besides the moving of the annual conference, what uh, other initiatives is, are the, is the Georgia Dental Association working on at the moment? Um, my theme for the year uh, was mutual respect through communications. And we had a standard, you know, every president comes in with their initiatives and their ideas and their thoughts and things that they want to accomplish during any given year. Um, and ours is a pretty basic standard fare. Um, you know, we've got the issues of advocacy, uh, governance, and always the, the flag bearing membership, uh, because without members, obviously we're, we're just running solo and it doesn't work. Uh, the networking and the collegiality of, of having members and uh, distribution across the state is what makes the organization work. So, mm-hmm. And let me just say, as a person that is a resident of Georgia and somebody who's involved in the dental industry and the dental business side of it in particular, um, if you are a dentist in Georgia and you're not a member of the Georgia Dental Association, um, I would put it up on your priority list. It's not a small thing to participate in the advocacy and the people that have your interests in mind. And it's very difficult to do that on an independent level or even on a DSO level. Yes, I'm talking all of you corporate guys who think that uh, you don't need to do that. Yes, you do. Um, So that's just my personal opinion. If you don't like it, you can talk to our sponsors. (laughs) All right. And so... You have advocacy and then you have membership. So is membership growing? Is it plateaued? Because there's a lot of folks moving down to Georgia, right? Because that's where all the cool kids are. Membership is definitely growing. Um, I don't have the actual latest numbers, but we're trending towards 3,700 members now. I'd be comfortable to say that we're over 3,700. Uh, last year, we were at 3,600 when the um, when this was occurring. and uh, You brought in 100 plus members? Uh, we've brought in more than a hundred members. Gotcha. Yeah, so, it's like the uh, Pied Piper over well, here. I don't, it has nothing to do with me. It has a lot to do with the uh, staff at the GDA and the resources that they um, implement to, to continue to grow the, the membership um, through uh, notices for all the various resources that we have through the GDA. Um, there's a phone calling tree. Uh, there are all kinds of outreach to, to people as they enter the state um, to welcome them and, and bring them on board and, um, you know, let them know what we have and what we offer and, and what the value is. So. You know, one of those new members I can claim responsibility for, and that's Dustin Jacobs out of P for Georgia. Hello, Dustin. I know you listen to the show. And buddy. We thank you very much for that. Yeah. They were, Chris was asking me where you were at in Orlando. And I said, he took a detour, ended up at Sarasota, the Ringling Brothers Museum over there. Um, but enough circus acts that he wants to go to Jekyll Island. That's what he say, told me. But that's okay. We, we let him slide last year and, and we'll be looking for him in Jekyll. So. All right. Hear that straight from the top, Dustin. Um, so I know Carol over there, she does a great job at the Georgia Dental Association. She is here with us today and uh, she has her headphones on. And last year she actually spoke like three words. So we'll see later if we can get maybe a show tune or something out of her. It was a full sentence last year. Full sentence. Full sentence. Yes. All right. Let's go. She is. Uh, she does not want to play ball so far. We'll see. Um, she'll get bored over there eventually. Um, so let's go back to the mutual respect thing. What was the catalyst for that? Uh, pretty simple. Um, and I really appreciate the, the nod 
and, and ask about that because, um, mutual respect through communication is, is really what drives everything. Uh, I don't know what you're doing or where you're at and, and what involvement you have in societies, uh, church functions, um, outside entities, whatever you do for a living, uh, mutual respect and, and com- communication is the essence of everything. Uh, we can't disagree or agree or move in any direction without some sort of a conversation that allows us to have some sense of what each one of us is doing and, and seeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once we have some bearings or some ideas, some foundational level of conversation to know, uh, then we can decide which direction to go from there. And it doesn't help for one person to completely dominate a conversation because that's not a conversation. That's a directive. Uh, so, you know, it has to be a mutual exchange. Um, the ideas have to be expressed and people have to have some investment in whatever it is they're trying to pursue or obtain or whatever the golden words are for that. So, uh, but nothing gets done and nothing is accomplished if two people stand in a room and never speak to one another. Or just yell at each other and call them each other names. Absolutely. And that's, that's the mutual respect part of that is that, you know, if, if, if one person wants to be domineering and, and, you know, take control of everything, then clearly the other person should just leave. But, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it has to be an exchange and in, in respecting one another and, and mutually exchanging ideas, we can, we can come to some rational and and reasonable um, decision that makes everybody maybe not necessarily whole, but at least okay. At the very least, uh, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you know where the other party is coming from with their position. And you can try to see things from their perspective as opposed to just blanket, you are wrong and it's Correct. because you are evil or misguided yes. or stupid or lazy. Um, and a lot of that is because you hit on something that I, I have some concern about too, outside of just dental business, but just in general, um, the rhetoric that's happened in the country this decade of um, we're totally right. And you're totally wrong. And that's the end of the story. And there's no discussion and there's no middle ground. Um, I don't buy, I don't buy it at all. And I think I wasn't going to go there, but uh, since, okay. since you did, um, yeah, I think that's a, a huge issue that the entire country faces right now is that, you know, um, somehow we've lost our way and there is no, middle ground anymore. It's you're either on the left, you're on the right, you're either right, you're either wrong, you know, and, and all of that's just total nonsense because everything is, is middle ground. Right. Most of us are in the middle. Yeah. Everything is middle ground and, and it's just nuance and shades of gray. So, you know, it's not, it's not polar this or polar that it's, you know, we have to find some place in the middle where we can all agree, including agree to disagree if that's the, you know, ultimate, uh, solution. But, um, you know, there's, there's almost always somewhere that we can meet and find a way to make sense of whatever it is, is in front of us. So whatever the task is, whatever the problem is, whatever the issue is, we can, we can find somewhere that we can at least be okay with one another. All right. I, I love it. I concur completely. Maturity for me one day 
because I was, you know, just like probably a lot of kids. I know my son is about he's a teenager now. He knows everything. And uh, mature. I was there once. Yes. It was one day I woke up and I realized that I don't know anything and I will probably never know. Yeah, I'm definitely not as smart as I think I am. And so every day I want to learn. And I like to hear um, other sides of the story, so to speak, right? So there's like, on one hand, there's this. And then on the other hand, there's the other side of the story. And then in most issues, there's a third hand almost, right? And so what are the nuances of whatever discussion? And then how do you you know, meet in the middle and how important is that to, you know, the conversation and priorities of, of the mutual parties, um, the lack of decorum and willingness to want to hear others out is, um, it's, it's concerning, you know? And so we won't beat this one to death. Let me just say that there are countries which you can't do that. And none of them would we consider to be free societies. Absolutely. Right. Fair. All right. So there you go. Listeners there. You know, we mutual respect seems simple. You can do it. I can do it. Carol already does it. See, um, John Ray, you got that. Yeah. Pete, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs up from John Ray. Um, so, and that's been kind of your initiative, which I, I really, I like, um, and there's definitely a decorum. So let me turn this into, I, what I see as, one of the underlying conversations in which nobody wants to listen to the other person specific to the industry. And that's the providers and the payers. And so, you know, there's a lot of, you know, kind of torch and pitchfork from the, the provider side and the payers bless, like bless your heart. I'm trying to advocate for you. I know you listen to the show and I love you. Um, they're trying to also, they're trying to articulate their position, but it doesn't seem like the the messages are being received um, on each side. And so that's kind of all I'll, I guess I can say about that. But I, I think that for the listeners of this show, right, which are payers and providers, um, use some mutual respect and try to understand the other's perspective, perhaps. Um, and not everybody's right. Not everybody's wrong. And there are definitely are some bad apples out there. Um, that being said, you know, we don't have to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. We just have to have some mutual respect. And that's from the president, from the top, Dr. Chris Atkins, DDS, respect. All right. We'll get Aretha Franklin in here. There you go. Um, so R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Um, now, I heard that 2023 is a license renewal year and the Georgia Dental Association is hosting the Bridging the Gap. CE Summit. When is that, and what's that all about? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Bridging a Gap uh, Summit, CE Summit, is specifically in reference to what you just indicated, which is that it's a license renewal year, and as we get towards the last three months, four months of the year, um, many people are looking at the numbers and their CE credits and all of the criteria that are necessary to uh, legally be able to submit your um, renewals for continued licensure. And they're going, oh, crud, I'm missing 12 hours here. I need four hours specific for the opioid training, blah, 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 blah. And suddenly they're going, 
the year is growing short and I've got to get these things taken care of. So the Bridging the Gap Summit CE program was developed a couple of years back uh, to facilitate putting everything you could possibly need in the 11th hour in one location um, such that you could go in and select from all the different things that you would want uh, to fulfill your needs. And it's right there all in one place and it's available. So Bridging the Gap 2023 um, this year is in Atlanta. It's September 22nd through the 24th. Uh, It's three days of in-person CE for you and your staff. Um, And there are nearly 100 hours of world-renowned speakers uh, available. And during the course of those three days, you can earn 20-plus CE hours to plug in whatever your needs are so that you will be able to submit your uh, renewal for your licensure. Gotcha. And so where is it going to be this year, Carol? So it is at the Crown Plaza at Ravinia um, by the Atlanta Perimeter. Atlanta so Perimeter. So straight from like Perimeter Mall, the Crown Plaza. That's still called Dunwoody, right? Um, it's technically Atlanta, but yes, okay. Dunwoody, Atlanta, that area. We like to have different names for things here in, in, in Atlanta in the South. Um, because if you ain't from around here, then you ain't from around here. Exactly. You know? Um, and so that is the crown plaza Ravinia, uh, in the Dunwoody area, which is a wonderful area actually. Um, and the Georgia dental association actually moved right from the Dunwoody area to Atlanta recently as well. So how does that office, do you work out of that office, Carol? I do. I work out of the office. It's wonderful. It's in Marietta and you know, we invite, um, our members to come see us. Gotcha. Look at that. Absolutely. And then so Chris and Pat just got two sentences out of Carol. There you go. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so we talked about the expo. Is that in the convention next year? And then is it family focused? It to me it's family focused every year, right? The Georgia Dental Association. Um, the annual meeting. In fact, let me tell you a secret, okay? The reason I loved the Amelia Island location is because I would bring my kids and my wife because my wife, she's like, we have to have a beach trip every year. And so, and I'm, it's not my favorite, like I'm Irish. This is as tan as I get. And so it's not my idea of fun. Patrick O'Rourke is Irish. (laughs) Newsflash, breaking news. Um, And so that would be my beach trip every year. It was great. Um, and so, and now Jekyll Island will be my beach trip for, for next year. Um, so that's one of the things that I liked about, um, bring the sunscreen. You will need it. Um, <clears throat> I need it everywhere. Jekyll Island. Jekyll Island is fabulous. Uh, the amenities there are literally world renowned. Um, they have a, uh, sea turtle, um, hospital there that, uh, is phenomenal. Um, there's a, there's a, it's available. It's a touring kind of thing. It's, it's a educational facility. It's fabulous. Um, the whole history of Jekyll Island and, uh, the people that used to vacation there from the North, um, incredible. Um, were there pirates? They were, (laughs) that's an interesting question. (laughs) It depends on how you want to define pirates, but yes. Um, (laughs) you know, you've got the, the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers and all of these, uh, people of renown that you're familiar with and, and have read about in history and stuff. So um, it's it's a fabulous location. The beaches are wonderful. 
the golf courses are fantastic. They have tennis and everything else. So have fishing, fishing. Um, yes, you can certainly go fishing out of the Jekyll Island area. So that would definitely be a plus. Uh, but I would going to say that the family aspect of being on Jekyll Island is spectacular because everything on Jekyll Island, it's a small island, is reachable by bicycle and or walking, almost everything you want to do. You'll park your car wherever you decide to, to land, and for the rest of the couple of days that you're there, you'll be able to walk. <clears throat> you'll be able to get everywhere you want and access everything uh, by by walking, so... Bicycles, skateboards, bicycles, skateboards. There's little three-wheel bicycle yep. things. Lots of sidewalks, lots of shopping, all kinds of great stuff down there. So it is definitely a family-oriented uh, location, and the thrust of most of what we do during the meeting is is by all means inclusive and and family-oriented. It's amazing. The Saturday night event every year is amazing. Every year, yeah. and this year was like it was great. I got pictures of Spider-Man. I, I saw the pictures of you and Spider-Man. <laughs> That's right. I thought it was awesome. Um, and it, my niece loved the uh, princess. I forget her name. Um, Who was that? Frozen. The Frozen Princess. I it was Frozen Princess. We'll go with that. Yeah, I don't recall. We'll go with that. John Ray probably knows. John Ray? No. All right. Deacon John Ray. He doesn't know. Um, at any rate. So... It's definitely family focused, and the dentists and the families can expect lots of fun and some CE and um, and, and a whole lot of awesomeness. Tax write off. <clears throat> that's it's it's educational. That's right. Exactly. Uh, that's what I said. It's it's, it's business. It and so, business. are you if you're doing some business, then it is definitely files under there. Now, my opinion, not a substitute for qualified uh, tax advice. Uh, we don't dispense tax advice here on Dental Business Radio, which is an LLC um, in the state of Georgia. Uh, if you don't like it, um, talk to John Ray. He he fields all the suggestions here. Um, you can get a hold of him by just searching around North Fulton somewhere. At any rate, um, let's talk about the GDA Foundation. And so... I assume that it's a, what does the GDA Foundation do and what's its purpose? Well, <clears throat> goodness. Sorry, you need some water. <laughs> the GDA Foundation um, is the philanthrop philanthropic arm of the Georgia Dental Association and the director of the uh, GDA Foundation happens to be Carol Galbraith, who is now sitting to our immediate left and right here. Hi, Carol. Um, so Hello. she's taken over the helm last year, I believe. And so she's spearheading the, the thrust of all things uh, regarding the foundation at this point. Um, one of the focuses of the foundation is to uh, continue to grow the corpus. Um, but the other aspects of the foundation are that uh, they do a lot of things to... They do a lot of things with oral health um, education in schools and the community. Uh, they have uh, provide donated dental care to underserved populations. Um, they does the healthy mouth, healthy me fly under the foundation at this point. Yes. So healthy mouth, healthy me.org is a website <clears throat> and a direct um, arm of the GDA's foundation. Um, so they do a lot of things, um, and they 
have a lot of events coming up this year that uh, also are, are very uh, fun and exciting and, and very unique. Um, one of them is a, an event that's coming up quite soon. It's November the 4th, 2023. Um, it's a Saturday. It's called Pull for Smiles Sporting Clays Charity Shoot. What? That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a very interesting day. Um, it's at the Meadows Clay Sports Facility in Forsyth, uh, which is near Macon, um, Forsyth County. Forsyth. No, wait, wait, no, no, Forsyth the town, not Forsyth County. Yeah, Forsyth, Forsyth County, County is up. Yep, yes, I'm getting. All right, so Forsyth down there by Macon. That's how you got it. Correct. There's You're Macon. Key distinction. Um, the event itself is going to be an, a virtually all day event. Uh, it starts early in the morning. It's going to include breakfast. There's going to be a barbecue lunch. Um, the event is going to include ammo and a whole lot of other things. It's open to the community. Um, teams are forming now for the event. There's teams. There are teams. Hey, Dustin, this is what I'm talking about. Big, just, big boy. Yeah. So you need to reach out and, and get the details, but uh, it's going to be quite a unique and, and fun event. And we're excited about it and expecting it to be sold out. Uh, I don't know that that's already the case, but Carol, can I get some of the details on that thing? (laughs) Sure. I'll I'll be happy to give you details, but you can go to the website. It's gadental.org slash pull for smiles. And you can get the the details there about the event. It should be a great time. Um, The barbecue is um, going to be catered by um, the Evans who will do the pig roast. And they're very known in their area for doing that. So that'll be great. Um, they'll have corporate teams and, you know, teams get your friends, your family together. And, um, we, it it should be a great time. You know, it's, it's the first weekend in November. So the weather fingers crossed will be beautiful. Um, it's gotta, it's gotta cool down sometime. (laughs) Eventually it'll cool down (laughs) and, um, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. So, you know, check it out on the website, um, gadental.org slash pool. So pool for smiles, just for some of you that uh, may be slow on the uptake. This is not pool like P O O L. This is pool like P U double L and it's not a tractor pool either. South Georgia, Uh, like much love for the tractor pools. They're fun too. This is a little different. It's pool means pool. And then they're going to look clay pigeons going to go in the air and we're going to blast it out with the shotgun there you go you've been there done that you know what it is i i don't know if you can tell but uh that sounds like fun to me he's he's writing notes down I, and he I, sounds like he's in so. i am yep you can pretty right. much count me in for that awesome and uh, it's an inaugural event so because it's an inaugural event uh we're we're trying to really pump that up and, and make sure that everybody knows about it and, and that the attendance will be full right well for sure send me whatever as long as i can go Right, and I can play, yes. then I'll be happy to Absolutely. promote it everywhere and talk bring, about bring it. Bring your own shotgun. Well, okay. Um, no and, problem. I'll bring two. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the more the merrier, I think, is what we're supposed to say to that. I would bring John Ray, but I'm not sure if he's allowed to have firearms anymore. No? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's something smart, smart butt over there again. Oh, gosh. Um, all right. So and, inaugural event. That is super exciting. Uh, Meadows, Clay, and Forsyth, the city. Correct. Down there. Um, and it's going to be breakfast, barbecue, pig roast, ammo's included. Teams, get with me if you want to be in my team. Um, and get with Chris. I'm sure you have your own team already, right? You're the president. You're a popular dude. I will be there. 
You will be there. I'm not sure I have a team. I'm probably going to be shaking hands and kissing babies, as you said. So. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not as much fun as shooting clay, <clears throat> for sure. Carol, are you going to shoot some clay? I will be making sure everybody is um, has everything <laughs> they need and are safely shooting clay. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and just as a just as a wrap up for the foundation, um, one of the other events that we're really excited about uh, is a little further down the road. It's it's a 2024 event, um, May the fourth. Uh, there's going to be the second annual um, Hats and Horses Derby Gala. And so again, that's May the 4th, 2024, happens to be the 150th Kentucky Derby running. Uh, that will be at the Moonlight Stables in Dallas, Georgia, which is located at the corners of Cobb and Paulding counties. Um, it includes mint juleps, derby fair, uh, contests, um, silent auctions, games, all kinds of different things. Uh, Fabulous venue. The folks that were there this year just had a grand time, and uh, we fully expect that that will be a sold-out uh, event next year as well. And all of that is for the foundation and, and generates funds and allows them to continue the work that they do uh, that is, you know, all throughout the state. So, so for um, the Hats and Horses, is that a family-friendly event where you can bring kids and they can ride horses and stuff? I'm just asking. I was going to say, I don't recall that there were a whole lot of families and, and children there last year, but no. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's um, from four to eight and it's actually during the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, cocktails and. Got it. Um, got it. All right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a Kentucky Derby party, um, but it's in exactly. da- Dallas, Georgia, right? And Dallas, Georgia is at the, um, you know, kind of Cobb and Paulding uh, counties, um, right by uh, Dr. Hope Still, Jeff Still, shout out to you guys. Uh, Dallas, Georgia is a thriving metropolis. It's just also growing as it, all parts of Northern Metro really is. Um, so that sounds really fun. Moonlight and stables. And then you, hats are because the ladies wear some some really big hats, right? And then the guys are where did you wear a seersucker last year? The, the get-ups are phenomenal and, and we have the pictures to prove it. There's we, evidence. We have the pictures to prove it. That sounds terrific. I we bought a, a Right, and a hat contest. So that, of course, that has to be part of a derby party. So we got, you know, costume contest, hat contest. Um, and we have some really great, uh, we did, we have some really great hats. Hat yeah. contest, costume contest. So I wouldn't think of that as normally like Halloween sort of thing. So what did people dress up as? Well, they're derby attire. Oh, so. gotcha. So it's more like a derby outfit yes. contest, right? Just to be clear. So don't come up, you know, dressed up like a witch. You'll look weird. Right. So Definitely. Um, I think that that sounds really fun. I actually just bought a seersucker this year. Um, it was a big deal. I used to work for Humana and our headquarters, Louisville. 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 Yeah, Louisville. You got to say it like that. Um, and so I learned all about the uh, pageantry that is the Kentucky Derby, and that's pretty cool. Um, so that sounds super fun, too. So the Georgia Dental Association is having a lot of fun, and then they are raising money so that they can give back to their communities, is what I'm hearing, and educate um, through Healthy Mouth, Healthy Me, um, donated dental care, which means that you're going to uh, underserved areas, right? What about see, what, my kids? Can you donate some dental care to them? They need some braces. 
Uh, we focus on disadvantaged families. Well, and so. if you talk to them, they'll tell you they're disadvantaged. <laughs> I'm their dad. I'm staying out of this conversation. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and then you're going into schools and you're educating. You're saying, hey, listen, kids, you guys need a floss now. You don't have some, anybody dress up like the tooth farrier. No. Well, sometimes, but last year we had, we distributed over 20,000 um, oral health kits. And so they were distributed to our dentists who then went out in the communities and educated um, the children. So, you know, d- how to brush and floss. And, and they're really teaching those habits that will follow them for a lifetime of good oral health. That's, I think that that's awesome. And then they can tell the parents too, because as you guys, or Chris probably knows really well, that adults don't floss as much as they need to either, right? And so the kids can then, once they're educated, then they can hammer it a little bit at home, right? And so practice what you preach, mom and daddy. Children's um, Dental Health Month is a, a major thrust in, in the state every year in February. Mm-hmm. February. So that's where the 20,000 kits were, were distributed and, and all of the different... Uh, community services were in the schools and, and various things like that. So, yeah. Gotcha. Excellent stuff. Awesome. Um, so is there, are there any other initiatives, news, suggestions, ideas, feedback that you want to share with the provider community in Georgia or nationally at this time? I do have one thing that I wanted to, to bring up and, and this is um, kind of a new spin on uh, GDA membership in general, um, most people, we want to, we want to start, or at least this has been bandied about that. We want to start, uh, discussing GDA membership as, as being the insurance plan that you hope you need, as opposed to the ones that you typically hope you don't need. Um, as dentist, we have insurance policies of every variety to the tune of a dozen or more, mm-hmm. and they're all sitting in our filing cabinets and we hope we never need them. Uh, disability insurance, flood insurance, workers' comp insurance, all the different kind of things that you have to have to be legal and, and abide, um, and they're all filed away, and we hope we never need them. The Georgia Dental Association is the, is the insurance policy that we want you to find that you do need. Uh, we want you to think of Georgia Dental Association membership as your insurance policy that you hopefully need once a day, once a week, once a month, um, because it is a resource that is filled with everything you could possibly need throughout your dental career. Uh, whatever the issue is, whatever the circumstance arises that finds you going, holy crud, now what? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you get your dental lifeline and you pick up the phone and you call the GDA and say, this is what's going on. I need some help. I need some direction. I need some, you know, put my mind at ease. Tell me that this is going to be okay. Um, I don't have the answers to half of anything anymore. The older I get, the more I realize I know nothing. Um, but I do have the ability to step back, take a breath, sort things out for a second and go, ah, but I do know who to call. And if I call so-and-so, I'll find the expert resources that I need to be able to actually sort this thing through. So the GDA membership on an annual basis needs to be what you be begin to think of as your insurance policy for all things dental throughout your career. And no matter what the issue is or what the circumstance is, you can call the GDA and the GDA will be able to point you in the right direction and, and answer your questions because probably they already know the answers and, or if they don't, they'll be able to put you in the touch with the people that do know the answers and and provide you with the resources to get things taken care of. So just as an idea and a concept, uh, you know, 
annual membership over the course of a lifetime of a dentist really in the scope of everything amounts to very little financially, Mm -hmm. um, especially in terms of the overall income and and annual production and everything else. Uh, But it's certainly something that you can put in your back pocket and any day, any time, if you have a problem, if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have something that comes to you and you're just shaking your head going, what next? This This couldn't possibly have happened to anyone. Oh, wait, I can call the GDA. So, you remember the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mm-hmm. Lifeline, mm-hmm. you know, phone a friend. Right, right. The GDA is your phone a friend. I love that. That's that's terrific. Because as a business owner myself, right, when you're a business owner, a small business owner, you're, you're the you're the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, the HR person, the website design person, you're everything. And, right. and you know, you guys have to be dentists too, right? Yeah, On top of absolutely. all of that, you yes. know. Um, so that's a lot. And so to have... A, a trusted resource that's available in it's not just one advisor, it's multiple advisors that are all vetted out and people that have seen it. That's very valuable. And so you don't have to go it alone. You have, you have. It. I honestly don't know how anyone can have a dental career of 20 plus years without the resources of a GDA available all the time at your fingertips. Anytime you need them. I, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't know that it's, I don't even know that it's possible. So by all means. And and that's why I say, you know, when we talk about membership and the fact that we've grown our numbers to 3,700 plus people. Um, and I think the, the overall state is about 5,200 dentists in it. Uh, we're at 70% plus and we're growing. Um, and the resources and the availability, the catalog of things that are available through the GDA with a single, single simple phone call is incalculable. Well, well put. Um, so if anybody has any questions, concerns, feedback, they want to know more about, well, we told them where to go about the, um, the pool for smiles event. Um, we have the Georgia dental association website. Is there any other places that we should point folks to go? The website is gadental.org, by the way. Um, any other ways for any communication that we want to put out there to our listeners? If you are a dentist in the state of Georgia, you should enroll right away. Say you heard it on Dental Business Radio. Do your friend Pat a favor um, and then enroll. And then you have access to all the resources. Um, so, But I'm not missing any of the contact information. Very good. Um, you can also find more on this episode webpage at www.dentalbusinessradio.com forward slash North Fulton Business Radio X forward slash Dental Business Radio or on your favorite streaming podcast. Just simply search for Dental Business Radio and you'll see the big fat head of me um, there. I don't know why we chose to put that there, but it is. So um, sorry about that. But the content, if you like it, please leave a comment. If we'd like to hear back from you, um, please let us know. This show is to help advocate and educate all of you that are out there in dental business land. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Dr. Chris Adkins, for coming. My pleasure. And Carol, thank you very much for your participation and attendance today. Um, we really appreciate that. I am looking very, I'm very much looking forward to uh, the event and to giving some money to the GDA Foundation while I'm there. I will open up my wallet. Um, and I would also like to thank Deacon 
DJ John Ray, as always, on my side. Um, and I'd like to thank all of you out there in Listener Land for listening. This is your host, Patrick O'Rourke. Until next time. Mm-hmm.